Happy Tuesday, and if you're in the Baltimore, Maryland area, I'm sure there's more of this going around the country, but uh, I can tell you for certain that here in Baltimore, it is a snow day. So that's what we're calling this uh, personal diary entry of mine today. I, uh, I'm i going to vent a little bit, uh, so it's not going to be a long episode I assure you all that next week we will have more tattoo artists for you to get to meet. And uh, yeah, but before that happens, I'm going to share with you all some thoughts, some feelings, some things. And uh, you can decide at this point if you care to listen, I guess. Welcome to The Apprenticeship Diaries, where raw meets refined. Let's be real, we're still working on refined. <laughs> what it took, what it takes, and the stories that are made. Join us as we learn from professionals about how their stories begin. Okay, so... It's really, it's not that bad. I, I, it's, it's honestly weird. Um, I'm in one of those weird phases right now. And I, I'm, I wonder if I'm, I'm like others in this way, but I'm very happy that it's a snow day just because it kind of matches my mood. I don't really want to do much. I think about as much energy that I have was involved in, basically clearing off my cars and uh yeah I want to be out there making snowmen and and that kind of happy but I'm not uh (laughs) I did just get off a very awesome tattoo guest visit with Rapture Tattoo Emporium uh it's always lovely there the the whole crew uh, and, and by the way, if you are a tattoo artist that is either moving to the PA area around Mechanicsburg or Duncannon, PA, hit up the shop. They are expanding. If you look to visit PA and want to work, please hit up Rapture. As I said, they're expanding. They should be able to offer everyone fairly soon a dope guest area for you to set up and work. So uh, reach out to Jake Kirk. His uh, Instagram is Jake does them tattoos. That's all one word. And, uh, and his uh, email for the studio is rapture or at gmail.com rather. So yeah, reach out to him. He's a really awesome guy seeks to do a lot of amazing things. Uh, I do believe that they have uh, a massage therapist that comes in regularly. They incorporate chiropractic into their, into their regular, uh, like staff offerings. And uh, it's a beautiful atmosphere. So I'm always very, very fortunate to call them friends and be able to get up there and have nice, Nice visits. The clientele has been awesome. I've made a lot of great new friends. Um, it's, it's just been really great. And it will definitely be one of many that I do. Honestly, I I would love to expand my personal life. Uh, Rico and I would love to get land one day and uh, probably move to someplace more like PA. I mean, 
Maryland's cool and all, but uh, but PA definitely has more uh, expansive land areas that I think we'd be interested in. So yeah, that's a bit of dreaming ahead. It'll happen. I know it'll happen one day as it's supposed to, but for now it's just in the dream phase. We can't do anything right now. We've got to stay in our little town home and just just be and uh, play it safe and uh, smart. But yeah, so as you guys, if you listen to, uh, which it was fabulous, Nick Baxter, thank you so much for that diary entry of yours. It was wonderful to be able to talk to you on that level and find out so much about you. Uh, Nick is such a passionate being about, you know, not only how he works, but everything, you know, the world around him, he really cares. I think that, um, I know that he gets a lot of inspiration from life around him, animals he's very passionate about, as well as nature in general. So yeah, he's he's a, a fantastic human. But if you were listening, you heard that a friend of mine has gone missing. And, you know, I know I'm not the only person to experience somebody who has... Uh, you know, uh, I guess suggested they were going to take their own life. But that's kind of the, the feel of this. The issue is, is that we have not discovered him at all in any kind of way. And uh, it's been a very odd, emotional, dramatic kind of week or so. It's been, it's been occurring since the, the 4th of January is when I found out about all of this. So you guys are catching me, I guess, like, you know, a week or so later, uh, a bit more in change, but yeah, it's just been weird. And, um, I'm, you know, I, I guess, I guess the PSA here would be if you have a friend that you meet through your work, which is kind of, it's not really how John and I met. We met, uh, through jujitsu. Actually, we were both practicing it together. And then it, it amped up because my coach in jujitsu said that John did acupuncture and he said that he was miraculous. And that if I really wanted to try to tackle my pain, that I should see John. And, uh, so I did. And, uh, John's real cool. He, uh, he's one of those guys that you can, you can trade services with. So that's what we did. And, um, we healed each other in some amazing ways. And, uh, yeah, man, we could, we could, we, we talked about everything, but the one thing that we really didn't do very much was hang out outside of the services that we exchanged. And because of that, when all this happened, I realized that my friend who I care about deeply and who, you know, cer- certain people I know, know of and have experienced him, I didn't really know his family really. I didn't know, you know, other friends of his. So it was very interesting when all of this transpired. I I hope you guys know. And it's really difficult to know what to do. Um, because you know, 
you have his wishes, which is that he doesn't want to be found. But then you also think to yourself, I don't care what you want. Uh, This isn't about only you. This is about all of us. This is about all of us. And all of these people who love you and care about you and who, you know, didn't get a chance to say, you know, any kind of goodbye. And, you know, a lot of times we don't get that. And I understand that. But there's been nothing final here. And so it's very strange So in the meantime, I've just been connecting with a lot of friends of John's, which has been a godsend because they've been giving me a lot of peace, at least understanding that if anything occurs or moves in his case, that that I'll hear something from them. So that's really cool. The one thing I can say is that it's, um, you know, it, It's hard to find somebody in situations like this when um, you have to submit it to the public forum. And as artists of any kind or professionals of any kind, you know, I think this is relevant in a multifaceted way because, you know, we have to we have to expose ourselves to critique all the time and we have to you know, show for our efforts and we have to get public viewing and then gather information and sometimes adjust what we get from the public, you know, about what we're doing Um, or determine that we don't want to adjust anything and that we don't care if we have a very niche group of people who understand what we're selling or what we're doing or what we're creating or what we're posting that what matters is is the the goal or the end result. But when it comes down to something like this, um, I made a post that was the Baltimore County Police Report post and just shared that. And that was about as much as I could share uh, with anyone. I had a lot of people inquiring about more details. I gave them, you know, just blanket details. There was a lot of people who came and said that they knew uh, John and were really upset that they were connected to other people that knew him. And again, like I said, the people that I've connected with that knew him or know him because I don't know which one it is. Uh, I'm going with no, know him. Uh, (laughs) Our comfort. But there's, there's been some false, like, news, some fake news. And I can't tell you guys how upsetting it was. And so in a, in a really small, crazy way, that's not, it's, it's kind of awful that I'm seeing it from this space, but, you know... When, when people share false information like that, especially with cases like this that are so sensitive, it's really hurtful. If it's not true, it's really hurtful how you hear it. Um, I, I heard it from somebody who said they had more information. It, it was a lot to lay in my lap. I didn't know this person. I hadn't talked to this person. 
Um, and by all accounts, it, it seems like it's false, but it put me in a very pissy state, uh, where I w- I just felt like so cut off from people that I, you know, from my friend, you know, and I, I, I got really mad and it's just like waves of emotion. So, you know, I guess in some way I understand what happens when you have tragedy like this and situations like this, um, just the different things that can pull it up in your mind and stir up emotions that you're not really able to process, you know, because during all of this, I've really had to keep working. And, uh, you know, I've even had somebody reach out to me to give condolences. And then right after that, (laughs) turn around and, and then like, ask for tattoo work. And although I understand her being excited about wanting a tattoo for me, and I'm grateful. It's hard to not get mad right now because of how I'm hurting and why I'm hurting and who I'm hurting for. And I, I, I just, it gets so exasperating that we can't step outside of ourselves a little bit more. I know that's a flaw that human beings have. I've been praying so hard to God for patience and all of it. I really have. I've I've been trying so desperately to seek grace. I mean, there's a there's another lady that reached out to me about this that I'm not even speaking with anymore. Like we kind of she asked, I I would be fine with talking to her, honestly, and I have been fine with talking to her. It's just that she told me to lose her number and blocked me and unfriended me. (laughs) So it's kind of weird when people reach out to you that otherwise, you know, acted like they didn't give a crap about anything about you. And then all of a sudden, the second that you have something going on in your life, they're like there. It... It's weird, man. Like, people are very strange. And I I pray to God to give me, you know, just a graceful action towards all of this. But it's been very hard. It's been very hard. And I, and this isn't even, this is my friend. This isn't my family member. This isn't, you know, I'm, you know, I, I can't even imagine what his family is going through. I can't. I can't. And, uh, you know, I'm just praying for them. I'm holding, uh, his kids' names in my heart and praying for them desperately. Um, it's all very tragic and it has rocked me in a lot of ways. And so it's, uh, it's been hard to maintain. And you know, what's crazy is that I had shared with him this aspect of, you know, because he wished me a happy new year. I mean, everything was normal, guys. Like, I mean, when they tell you that somebody who's planning to do this, you will not see it coming. I hope, I hope you understand how much that is true. Uh, Like, if they're determined, you're not, you're not going to know. It's just going to happen. 
and they're going to make sure it happens. Um, at least, you know, to a certain point, I don't know. I don't know because nothing's been found of John, but, uh, there's a sliver of hope that I have, but it's a sliver and the rest I'm just giving to God and praying, praying for mercy all around and peace. But, you know, John texted me on New Year's and said, Happy New Year. And I wrote him back, Happy New Year. And I said, you know, the carnivore has been activated because as you guys well know, I started this carnivore diet. And he wrote back, boom, like, you know, an exclamation point. So it was, I kind of imagine like the Batman, uh, you know, very fun cell or bubbles that that are were around exclamations like that and uh and then i sent him a follow-up text that said you know sending you love hugs and prayers and then he wrote back and i'm sending you the same with a lot of exclamation points afterwards and that was the last that i heard from him and then it was literally four days later that I got news of all of this. So, you know, I, it's just so much to wrap, wrap your brain around and, uh, and move forward with. And it's weird too, because he's one of few people that I would have gone to to discuss this diet with. He, uh, he told me he was doing it too. He was a very fit human. He was always talking about how much he wanted to stay in shape just so that he could be here with everybody, especially his children, as long as possible. And, you know, just, just be able to function well. And so he was doing this diet and, and, by all accounts, folks, I thought he was doing great. I thought he was feeling great. I didn't, I didn't see any of this. And I really, I I have to admit, I don't understand in a big way because, and you know, maybe it's just because I've, I've led a very blessed life. And I do think I have, I'm very grateful for the life that I've lived. But, you know, as it stands right now, I, I, I've never wanted to die. Never. I've never wanted to take my life. I have asked God to take my life for me. Uh, if I had to live a certain way, it was a very deep prayer. But I've never, I've never sought to end it myself. I would, I don't, I don't know if, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it would take, honestly. I don't know what it would take. Uh, I have compassion for it. Uh, I, I, you know, people want some rational reason to this, and I can't give it to them because I don't think there's anything rational about it. I think it's just darkness. I think it's just pain and darkness, and I, it would have to be such a sense of hopelessness and giving up that that I probably have not been pushed there yet, and I don't know what it would take to push me there, but... And, and, you know, again, I don't, I don't know anything yet, but yeah, it's kind of sad because I've had to, I've had to grow my community a lot more. I've had to, um, endure a lot of this kind of solo. Um, cause like I said, John would have been my touch point. He was doing this too. And I have to admit folks, I'm very irritable. Um, 
I am getting some wonderful results from this diet. I have energy through the roof, which with the irritability may or may not be good. Um, I, I, I'm just snappy, man. Like I am just frustrated with kind of any little iniquity in my life. Like I'm just really irritated. Um, and I have to admit that I miss the variety of food. I really, 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 really do. Uh, this is hard. This is really hard, but the results have been that I have such low inflammation in my knee. It's incredible. And I remember with our interview with Tom Seast, he's, uh, he's been in heart failure and he's been able to get himself out of heart failure with simply, um, uh, abstaining from food and doing, uh, fasting and they're extreme fasts. Um, but, but I can see why that makes your body really attack issues and take care of them. Now I'm not extreme fasting, but I am kind of stepping outside of anything that could be inflammatory. Sorry, folks. Inflammatory. And I found miraculous results. In fact, the few times that I have been brazen enough to just introduce a spice or a, a sauce that contains something other than the Celtic sea salt, I have noticed a dramatic effect by my body at this point. Citrus of any kind really like gets my digestive tract feeling bubbly and just kind of there's there's more upsetness than was before. Now I have oils, citrus oils that I'm sure I could spread on my body and you know get the effects of because the skin is such a great absorbent um, field and it you know you do absorb through your skin so it, it is possible to get the nutrients from that. But like it, it's, it's incredible what this diet has done. Um, I don't have that lag, um, midday. I have no want to be high or stoned. Um, I genuinely miss, it's so weird. It's, I miss the actions. I miss the habits. I miss the flavors. Um, but I don't, miss the results at all. And that's what probed me to do all of this was trying to, you know, get after results. You know, I don't want to just go through the motions of my life and be in severe pain and, you know, just sit there and think, you know, I I just want these better results, but keep doing the same thing, hoping for different results. It's not going to work. That's crazy. That's literally crazy. So that's why I'm doing this. And, you know, for anybody who knows, John was like one of my, he was like one of my accountability buddies. Like he was somebody that I could, I mean, the man knew my cycle for Christ's sake. We would discuss my cycle. We would, (laughs) um, you know, there's a handful of these people, you know, people in the world that have seen me in 
a minimum. Well, I don't know that, honestly, because I have nude modeled. So I can't say that. But as far as like been in person with me and seen me in little, little clothing, um, John has because he's done acupuncture on me and we have had that relationship. So it's just so, it's so sad. I mean, it's, I don't have, I didn't have the connection with John in the same way that I had with my therapist, but this is a gut punch for sure, everyone. And unlike my therapist, uh, who I had, you know, the pleasure of meeting her daughter before she died and kind of, you know, breaking bread with both of them before all of that transpired. And I was invited to, you know, come and be at her celebration of life and, you know, all of it. I was able to to see all of that. And there was closure and there was, it was just, I was able to heal. Um, here, I worry that I won't get that opportunity. And if he's not found, then what that means is that none of us will get to be able to come together and heal each other. And that really saddens me. It really saddens me. And I don't, I don't, I don't know what you do when there's no proof of anything. It just becomes this open case. And then how long, how long do you, does anybody wait before, you know, they kind of say, okay, you know, it's been too long. We haven't found anything. And, you know, and then after that long, will the, will there, will I get, I get to, I don't know. Will I get to meet the people that knew him? And there's so much more that can happen in person. And I just, I just know that the people that John knew were beautiful and awesome people. And it just makes me really sad that I, I don't know that I, might not be able to congregate with them around him and his life up to this point. And so it's been weird. And I feel bad because I've been snapping at Rico so much this week. I'm irritable as hell. And, you know, one of Rico's love languages is feeding people. It's just he's an Italian it's so ingrained in their culture. It drives me nuts, people. It drives me nuts. Within the first week of me starting this diet, he brought me home a peppermint, like, dark chocolate bar just because he was like, well, you're sad, so I figured you might. And I'm, I'm just like, bro, I told him I did not want, I did not want to derail this diet. I'm really passionate about it and I cannot get support from him because it it just runs counter to all of his love languages. And it's driving me crazy because I, I just, I can't understand why it's so hard to let it go. 
but he's just not willing to let it go. And the other night I was just so frustrated because he said he was buying seafood and I was looking forward to it so much. And then I get home and find out that he's just covered it in this, this spice marinade that I'm like, dude, I told you I do not want anything but Celtic sea salt for this month. I don't want it. I'm trying to not have any of that shit. Like, please, like all of this stuff has preservatives. I looked at the, the, the damn ingredients to this stuff and it's got, it's got corn syrup solids in it. Why the fuck does anything need corn syrup solids in it? It doesn't. Folks, please do me a favor and look at the things you eat. Really look at it and ask yourself some questions. Why is that in there? If you wouldn't think to put it in there yourself, why is it in there? Because let's be real. The reason why you're you're using that pre-mix spice or whatever, it's because it's convenient. Not because you can't do it yourself. Not because, the, you know, you, you can't figure out how to cook. It's because it's convenient. And you pay a price for that convenience. And so... <laughs> I was so pissed because I really wanted that shrimp and I was just going to dip it in butter and have a good old time. <laughs> I He couldn't eat it all himself, so I ended up eating some of it even with the damn spice on it. And like I said, it was the citrus. It was called Baja Citrus and it smells really good. But man, guys, when I ate it, like right after my stomach started to gurgle in and giving me kind of a fit. And I was like, you shouldn't have done it. You shouldn't have done it. And it was all because I hadn't really eaten that day. And I was desperate. I was desperate for, for food, which is the other thing you cannot with a diet like this, you cannot let yourself be desperate. You just can't on a good note. Um, I'd like to shout out something that I did find out another person that I might be able to talk about human optimization with, uh, would be my friend, Chris. He saw that I was starting the carnivore diet and he linked me to the ultimate human podcast. Um, I don't know his last name, but it's Dr. Gary. And on this podcast that he linked me to, he basically said that uh, it's not only, you know, of course, the meat and the sources that you use to source the meat, but the water you drink. Now, John had put me on a really good filter. It's called Clearly Filters. And uh, to get one of the, the pictures, it's like 300 bucks. Um, but they're really good. Um, their filters last for like three months. And uh, the water tastes amazing. But that's just cleaning your water. Uh, that's not optimizing your water. And apparently for water optimization, uh, it needs hydrogen infusion. And the issue is, is that a lot of the drinks out on the markets right now that talk about their drinks having hydrogen infusion, they have a fine print written somewhere on the bottle or can or squeezy package that says at the time of production. And if you check out this podcast on the ultimate human with Dr. Gary, you'll find that this, this basically water expert is like, 
Hydrogen is, is something that is able to escape a lot of materials. It's able to get through metal and, and um, plastic and all this stuff. So a lot of hydrogen is lost from your water as it sits on shelves waiting to be bought or sits in your bottles. And, um, you know, clean water being better because you're not getting all the chemicals and all of the, the stuff that's, that they put in your water when, you know, you filter it. That's great. But I just bought this, again, almost $300 system to optimize my water intake and put hydrogen into my water. So I'm, I'm very excited about it. Apparently, everyone, it's, uh, it's miraculous. It, it helps with rheumatoid arthritis, Parkinson's, um, um, mental loss, uh, just, just, I mean, really, you can go to PubMed and check out the studies on hydrogenated water and what it helps with. And apparently from what the podcast says, there's like 300 and some studies um, with peer reviewed content and really awesome stuff. So, you know, I'm, I'm here to share what I am doing with all of you. I definitely want to be a testimony of the diet that I'm doing so far. It's been creating great results. I've lost, I mean, it vacillates because it depends on when I weigh myself, but roughly around 10 pounds since I started this. So 10 pounds in like a, you know, two week period is pretty good. Um, and I haven't, I haven't done anything else. I've just been sitting in a car traveling to PA. Um, I think the most exertion that I have expelled this entire time has been cleaning off our cars. So, and that was today. So I really, really haven't done much more. And I would imagine that as I start trying to move more, which by the way, since there's little to no inflammation, I'm seeing getting back to work, working out a lot more now because my joints just feel so much better. I, I can, oh, and guys, the sleep. Oh my God. That's what I've really been enjoying y'all. My sleep, my sleep has been so deep and so awesome. And like all my biological cycles are returning to me. Like, uh, I'm, I'm getting up earlier. I'm going to bed earlier. I'm sleeping harder there's hardly any pain in my joints, so I can just be knocked out without having to substitute or, or I guess, drug myself is really what it was, drug myself to sleep. And for a minute there, I was. I was taking Advil PM, like, pretty regularly, and I was like, well, this can't be good for your liver, but... It was just so blissful that sleep that I and I needed it so much because my knee was so inflamed and what it would do is it would lock up my entire leg like I would get you know I don't know what restless leg syndrome feels like but basically I would get like the muscles all in and around my knee all the way up into my hip all the way down to my ankle would just be tight and pissed and they'd irk me all night, all night long. Um, the only thing I haven't mastered is having to go to the bathroom all the time. Like I have to pee constantly. Um, I don't know if that'll regulate at any point. 
I'm I'm really happy that I am prone to drinking a bunch of water because that was not before this diet I would eat. You know, like they say that a lot of times that you're thinking you're hungry, you're just thirsty. That's probably true because now I'm truly feeling hungry when I'm hungry. And when I drink water, it satiates me for a long time before I need to eat again. Um, so I, I've been drinking water like it's going out of style. The only time I didn't was yesterday. I, I was traveling and uh, it was nasty out. And I, I really was dehydrating myself to get home uh, in that weather. So I was really not trying to stop a bunch of places and risk being around more people. Which, by the way, y'all don't know what you're doing in your cars. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what cars you have. But if they're not made for the snow, I don't know why you're driving them in the snow. I understand people get stuck, but... There was a lot of stupid driving uh, out on the road when I was, and I'm not even talking about fast. I'm talking about too slow, like people that go way, way too slow for what is necessary. That's, that's almost on a, a worse level for me because there's a sweet spot with, with driving in the snow that if you don't have enough momentum you end up spinning your wheels, especially if you don't have weight enough in your car to move. And, you know, these lighter vehicles that I see just going really slow, I'm like, dude, I I hope you have a gear control in that car to where you're able to like glide up, you know, the snow if you get stuck. But a lot of these hills that you're trying to approach, you need some momentum getting into them to get up them. So I, I'm, I was just, that was another rageful moment for me. I was just like, that made me irritable as well. Um, but really the, the irritability is a multifaceted thing at the moment. I'm praying that it goes away. Um, but I'm, I am, I am happy about the snow. I want everybody to know that the snow is really great and it appears that it is definitely snowman snow that you can make a really nice snowman out there right now uh and he would probably stay for a minute so if i had it in me i'd go out there and make one uh i saw this really sweet post about freezing water balloons of different colors and uh and then using them as bricks for an igloo and i was like oh my god i want to do that so bad And here's my opportunity and I don't have balloons. So, and I'm not, I'm not going to go out in this to get balloons, but I think I need to get balloons and just have balloons for just this kind of incidence so I can make an igloo and enjoy myself in the snow in a way that I've never done before. Diary listeners, uh, this is a short one today, a good 40 minutes. I didn't want to keep you all too long because in the event that you have a car to clean off or you're trying to get back from work or you're, you know, uh, just angsty and irritable for whatever reason. I mean, it is the new year. We came in hot. I'm sure it's kind of fizzling out for all of us at this point. I don't know. But, uh, you know, I don't want to keep you from the possibility of going out in the snow and having some fun, Uh, especially if you have kids. You know, this is a great time. 
kids are so funny. Uh, I remember, I remember my childhood in the snow and it was pretty dope. So, you know, go play, go shovel, go clean up, go thaw out certain things. And, um, I really hope that everyone enjoys, uh, I'm sorry that this was a bit somber this week, that there wasn't a lot of energy, but I hope that it has given some perspective, uh, that's all I can pray for is perspective. I, uh, I would like to ask that if you could send me some prayers that I hold strong, remain classy, and please send prayers to John Simmons, uh, my dear friend. Uh, he needs them. And as always, I will be praying for all of you and giving thanks because I am just overwhelmed by all of you and the grace that you give me the show returning on a regular basis listening it's a gift and I want you all to know that I see it that way and am very appreciative God bless you listeners thanks for listening you can find the apprenticeship diaries on Twitter Facebook and Instagram our IG is the underscore apprenticeship underscore diary. If you would like to offer constructive criticism or an interview, drop us an email at theapprenticeshipdiaries at gmail.com. We, we look, look forward, forward to hearing, hearing from, from our, our listeners. listeners.